Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello there. Hello, hello. How are you going? Not too bad. I'm going to start this episode with a warning that my internet is poor and that we may talk over each other because we can't see each other's faces. Yes, and also it might go robotic because that's also the weird like glitchy sound when your internet is poor. Sick. Well, this is going to be a wild ride for everyone. I really can't wait until we can record in person again, even though it's looking like that will be like genuinely October. Uh, Easily October, yes. (laughs) Oh, that's like a lot. With any luck, because we're both vaccinated, we may be able to swindle some early scenarios if Dan Andrews comes to the party, but who knows. Mm, But there's a lot of evidence that's kind of saying that, like, that whole theory isn't working everywhere else. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear that that theory is not working because there is no alternative option. I know. Unless what, what's the alternative? 100% vaccination rates? That's never going to happen. I know. It's really tricky because it's like I, I, I really want freedom and I also feel like the vaccinated freedom kind of feels like it's like you've done your part and then you get a little reward. Like it seems like a fair balance and like yeah. a logical, like safe balance, but also literally the evidence says that like it still doesn't work. So it's like I also don't want to be that person that's like, open us up when it's like, no, no, it's bad. So I, I am, I'm unhappy with everything and I think that's okay. I think that's where everyone stands. <laughs> that is 100% where everyone is at, yes. Yeah. <laughs> unhappy with everything. Yeah. I do feel a lot like today felt, very normal because I got to leave my radius today um, because my parents were allowed to um, move into the house they settled. So that felt effing great, I will say. Mm, and at I least bet. you've had the luxury of being disowned. Yeah, being, <laughs> while in, you're renew- renewing. being in a new environment does help. And also, the good thing about being in a small town I I guess you would say that isn't part of the city radius is that there's so much more within your five kilometers because everything has to be ah now I would argue because I guess our beach houses are in a slightly different vibe you are almost in the CBD of the peninsula 100% yes (laughs) so yes you've got heaps in your radius but I would argue that I still win because I'm in like the rural part of the peninsula which means the local shops are actually in the next suburb. And if we Mm. had to go to the pet shop, for example, we would have to go to Mornington. So we get the perk of like, if we were to live there, you get to go beyond your 5k radius because it's whatever's closest. Yeah, that is, that's a good perk too. Yeah. So you've got your five kilometers plus. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like that's Mm. great. So really would love like, you know, internet to happen and like me to move down there immediately, but that's pending Brenton, you know, I feel like we, me and Brenton need to like separate <laughs> Andrew down there. So if you haven't heard, because I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the podcast, but apparently Brenton won't move down to the beach house because he doesn't want to leave his computer behind. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> and when I told Adrian this, he was like, oh, what a fucking loser. Just tell him to bring the computer like I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, the internet speed in summers would absolutely not, even once it's connected. At the moment, I don't even get reception. I can't tell you how bad it is here too. Our internet drops for about two minutes every hour. So Adrian will be in the middle of playing a game and then you hear like wild swearing from the other side of the house. Yeah, it's bad. It just can't end well. So we'll see. Well, for everyone who didn't watch our impromptu live where I made a chocolate ripple cake earlier tonight, I've decided that I'm doing September. So that's my news of the week. I'm going to do 10,000 steps every day to raise, not really to raise awareness for cerebral palsy. It's to prepare for our 10 kilometer walk that Mm -hmm. I'm doing for your wedding in solidarity. Not really in solidarity though either. (laughs) Pouring one out. Yep. So here I am preparing for that. I'm impressed. I used to easily get 10,000 steps a day and I would absolutely not anymore. With lockdown and also working from home, good God. I I get like three. At least you walk the dog most days twice a day. I sometimes don't leave the house. Yeah, that's crazy. You're going to really have to strive for it because I I find even with a run – like I can easily do like a 5K run, which people would think, you know, that's a fair amount of vigorous activity a day. That's fine. Mm. But I can do a 5K run and still not hit 10K steps. Yeah, insane. Yeah. yeah. You got to have a really big house. I do a lot of walking around the house. I'm going it. to – I can guarantee you I'm going to be doing laps around the coffee table probably five nights a week. Absolutely. But that's fine. Like it still counts. 
Yeah. Anyway, we're recording now for the next hour or so, so I'm definitely doing laps around the coffee table tonight because I'm at 9,824. Oh, that's fine. When I'm at that level, normally I'd notice that as I was about to take my Fitbit off to get in the shower, that's when you do nudie runs. (laughs) Oh, my figure does not account for nudie runs. You have to hold everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? Oh, mine was fine. Literally. Oh, actually, I was deathly ill. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Almost died. Totally fine. It was fine, except that I was miserable. Yeah, I got sick. I will say, I haven't been sick in such a long time. Sometimes it was refreshing. You, something yes. different. So just when you get sick, you're like, oh, it makes you realize that like I haven't gotten sick for so long. And for someone that was a chronically sick kid and adult and teenager and like literally chronically sick basically until COVID happened I never left the house anymore so I couldn't get everyone else's germs it's been amazing because Brenton's now the sick one and he's been sick multiple times during lockdown and I've never got his sickness so I'm like who am I I'm so strong my immunity is so great anyway I got my second COVID back so I'm hot and invincible now Mm. and literally driving home I was a bit like woozy I actually mm. stopped and got a hash brown from McDonald's because I was like oh I need salt like now mm. and then I came home and I slept for like three hours and then I woke up and I was like well I was like three quarters of the way to death there like really <laughs> those really deep long middle of the day sleeps where you're like whoa yeah and then I was working <laughs> and then I sort of kept being like oh guys I feel like I need to do like a cheeky bomb and come back like just feeling a bit funny like so much saliva in my mouth and then oh I, I hate that spewed and I had to be like to my manager like oh, I wasn't kidding and when I said cheeky bomb and come back like I can't come back I'm <laughs> so sweaty and I am so sick so I was like wow man Pfizer got me hard and then I went to sleep and Alex was like god if you're bad today like wait till you wake up because everyone said the next day you wake up and you've got like fever and muscle aches and everything mm. and I woke up and I didn't have any of that and I was like oh my god this is great and then I stood up vertical and then the woozy like nauseousness came yeah. and um that day Brenton came home from work with the exact same thing he was standing up and going all woozy which is weird because like I feel like f- a lot of females stand up and get woozy that's just me but like Brenton's never been like, oh, I feel faint. But he kept being like, oh, I feel so dizzy. (laughs) And so we both were just like really annoyingly like if we were perfectly horizontal and had had like a little bit of food but not too much food, we were fine. And then if we were like hungry or full, we'd feel sick. And if we stood up, we were dizzy and nauseous. And it was just like such a weird little situation. But it only lasted 48 hours for us both. How rude for him to get sick at the same time that you're sick and got your vax. Like, come on. Well, he actually came home from work sick at the literal time I left to go get my vaccine. So he was like an hour ahead of me. And then yesterday night, he like stood up off the couch and he was like, I feel good. I'm going to go game. Because we hadn't done like any activities because when we spoke, I felt like vomit was going to come out of my mouth. So like we just didn't really speak to each other for like two days. And when he went to game, I was like, oh, he must feel better because like he's like going to go yell at the screen. And yeah. then literally an hour after that, I stood up and I was like, oh, my God, I feel better. How weird. I was fully like, so he definitely gave it to me, the asshole. But I was, <laughs> we literally had the same trajectory. And also, then I got no Pfizer symptoms. I had no chills. I had no muscle aches, no sore throat. Your body's immunity was probably already like, oh, heck, we've got a virus. Better <laughs> yeah. fight this off. And then yeah. all of a sudden you got the vaccine. They were like, low priority, working yeah. on something else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thrilled. That's great. Let's move into news because there's actually been some significant news this week. Significant readjustments in the beauty world news industry uh that's the tea on that tell me about shiseido okay so premium beauty news is calling this a global strategic shift which is a big call i'm not sure whether it's legit but anyway this week shiseido has sold three companies to a investment fund called advent international like advent calendars They sold Bare Minerals, Buxom, and Laura Mercier. I was shook. And they sold them for 160 billion yen, which works out to be 1.5 billion US dollars. Again, as I recently learned, a million million. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. Still gets me. (laughs) Me too, because I was like, oh. One billion, that's interesting because Zoe Foster Blake sold hers for 98 million. And then I thought, 
oh, well, that's only an extra couple of million to make it a billion. No, it is like 903 million. Wow. I never really learned like to carry the Me either. I actually think I said that wrong and I don't know. And Eliza's (laughs) going to be yelling at me again about triangular prisms. (laughs) (laughs) I have a genuine learning difficulty when it comes to maths. I'm so sorry if it's frustrating to listen to. $1.5 billion. Insane. Anyway, I thought to myself, who? is Advent International because why are they buying these things? So apparently they're going to be, they will officially acquire the three brands as of the end of this year once all of the legal shit happens and they're going to be called AI Beauty Holdings Limited upon the completion of the transaction apparently and the CEO of the company is Pascal Houdet. He was the old CEO of like Bioderma and Estaderm and a couple of other skincare companies. Yeah, he couldn't sound more French if he tried, even if he did try and butcher his surname. (laughs) Anyway, Advent International, I couldn't work out really who they were. They're one of the largest and most experienced global private equity investors in the world. Apparently, they've invested in over 380 private equity investments across 42 countries, and they've got over $75 billion of assets under their management. They also own... Lululemon, Olaplex, and a whole bunch of other brands that I've never heard of. <laughs> what a weird mix, Lululemon and – so they own fashion and beauty, I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess so. I don't really know. They've been around for 35 years. They've clearly got squillions of dollars and they're obviously making a play into the beauty market by acquiring three massive brands. Yeah. Is squillions one billion billion? <laughs> yes, I think it is. <laughs> Oh, no, that's trillions, then squillions. Oh, my God. Is uh, I thought I was being funny and making up a number, but that exists. No, I actually don't think, so. <laughs> I actually don't think squillions exist. No, I know squillions don't <laughs> exist, but I thought one billion billion wasn't a thing, but one billion billion might be a trillion. What is one billion? Live Google. So a billion is a thousand million, not a million million. Oh, man, this is all bad. I'm sorry I've lied. Oh, yeah, it goes million, billion, trillion, quadrillion, just so we're clear. Sorry, a billion is a thousand million. So what Zoe Foster Blake has done is almost one-tenth. Yes, yeah. Okay, great. Well, that seems very impressive for her then. It would be very easy to put that into a percentage, wouldn't it? It would be nine point – how much did she sell for? 9.3% of what? 98. 98, 9.8%. Of a billion. How about that, carrying the one? (laughs) Okay, fuck. We need to move on from maths talk. (laughs) Please, for the love of God, what's next? Next up, we were going to talk about uh, go-to selling to BWX, but we did talk about that in our mini episode. So if you would like an update on Zoe Foster Blake's million billions, (laughs) (laughs) please go back to Wednesday's episode. Good. Next up, you can talk about Glossier Retinol. Okay, so Glossier have released a retinol. It appears to be an a, like a oil-based formula. Yeah. And they are claiming that because of this and the formula is basically derived around being a retinol without any of the downtime, which is what every retinol claims in the last, to be. like, 12 years has claimed to be because people aren't just putting, like, yeah. straight up no one on their face anymore so nothing new to see here nothing new to see here I imagine except that perhaps it gets I guess glossy is like so like low maintenance easy going that you could see it having the ability to lure people into a more complicated skincare routine mm, yeah but trick, I, like they'll trick them yeah like just by trickling in more products and people buying in because of the hype yeah. Which I think Drunk Elephant did very successfully. Yeah, true. Look, I think it's it's an interesting launch and the founder of Glossier, Gloss, I went to call her Glossier Weiss, Emily Weiss <laughs> posted saying like, what have I been using a couple of weeks before the product launched? Yeah. And I mean, she's a beautiful woman probably with many facialists and also probably doesn't exclusively use Glossier in her routine, but I will say she looked like a beaming baby. We do want to look like beaming babies, but 
it has to be seen to believe to be believed and therefore it means we need to do an order but not not anytime soon maybe when someone can go to the u.s we'll pick it up yeah all right next up in beauty news i was excited about this this week kester black as you may recall as the australian nail polish brand who recently branched out into beauty which we found to be a questionable launch because it was liquid lipsticks and lip liners has joined a platform called Birchall, B-I-R-C-H-A-L, who is an Australian equity investment crowdfunding platform. What does that mean? Great question, Alex. Equity investment is essentially crowdfunding. Take any of the crowdfunding platforms for which I cannot recall the name of right now. Tell me one. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter. That's one. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so you go on Kickstarter there's a company that wants to bring out a cool product and you're like, awesome, going to give them 10 bucks and then I get early access to that product or they send it to me when it launches or whatever it might be. What Kester Black is doing with Birchall is that you can invest in Kester Black, but what you're actually doing is getting equity in the company. So you're becoming a shareholder with your investment. So at the moment, it's going through an expression of interest phase and that's obviously to see how many people want to come on board and what they're potentially willing to pledge. And I imagine the purpose of that is to work out how much money they're likely to raise and therefore what percentage each shareholder will be buying into. Mm-hmm. I don't know shares very well. So yeah, great. Anyway, so we don't know. They're not crowdfunding for a particular thing, but I guess it's a way for companies to crowdsource investment and grow and then everyone gets a vested interest in a win-win from it. So I have expressed my interest because I am interested to see where this goes. I do think that this is interesting in that, please correct me if I'm wrong because as previously mentioned, I'm horrendous at shares. Normally, once a brand gets big and becomes publicly listed, then they can start selling shares and people want to buy into it. Yes. But this is like the reverse when it's like, we're small and niche and get into us before we're big and publicly listed vibes, right? It's like the reverse of what would typically happen. Yeah, that's right. So equity crowdfunding only became legal and regulated in Australia in 2018. So it's still a relatively new concept here, but I imagine it's been happening overseas for a while and apparently eligible Australian companies, I don't know what makes you eligible, can crowdsource up to $5 million a year through the process, whereas traditionally they had to pitch for investment through like venture capitalists or people with stacks of money like angel investors and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, you can invest a minimum of $50 and up. Looking at the virtual platform, it looks like once expressions of interest close that they will create a target of investment and then everyone will put in towards that. So we'll see. I don't really know, but I'll keep you posted. And hey, if everyone wants to buy shares with me, let's all waste our money. I will buy shares with you. Great. Let's do it. Why don't I just buy them separately though? Oh, 100% we're buying them separately. I don't want you having my, <laughs> you, you're not having a share of my shares. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, Boots has partnered with Deliveroo in the UK to deliver makeup and apparently 400 other of their health, beauty and skincare products. Did we no? So we talked about Uber Eats that was partnering with who did Uber Eats partner with? Couldn't like the, the body shop tell me? Yes, it yeah, was no, the body yeah, shop. It was the body shop and like a couple of other um, specific things. Imagine scrolling through four hundred items. What an awful in-app experience. The app over there must be different to in Australia because what a nightmare. Absolutely. Next up. Zoe Sugg had her baby. Guys, the Zalfie baby's here. What's its name? Someone said it sounded like Otter. Also, Elizabeth Makeup Artist says it sound like, sounds like Otter Lenghi, which is absolutely right. What is it? It is Otterly. 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 Unless it's Otilly, but I think it's Otterly. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. She's a girl. O-double-T-I-L-I-E. Her middle name, we can circle back to later in this podcast, is Rue, R-U-E, mm. surname Days, Ottilie Rue Days. 
Ottilie. Ottilie. Yeah, it must be Ottilie. Obviously, she's going to go by Tilly, which is cute. Must. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's a visually pleasing name to look at. And I think the nickname is cute, but I find it an awkward word to say. But perhaps that's because I'm saying it wrong. It's a French derivative from the German masculine name of Otto. I love Otto. That's on my dog's name list and also potentially on my human name list. I have. It's a combined list for me too. (laughs) If one more person shames me about how much I like food names for dogs and dog names for humans, I've had it. Great. Well, very happy for her. I saw during the week that she posted her nursery room room tour. So I didn't realize she was this close. Yes, her nursery is awesome. I liked it. I think there's a bit of a mixed reviews. I really liked it. It looked quite um, colorful from the screenshot. Yeah, it was. Also, they sort of kept saying, "Here's okay, you know that I'd like to bully you when you believe in conspiracy theories, but then I like to come up with my own. Yeah, I know. So Alfie posted a video being like, oh, I'm just going to churn out a couple of videos because I'm feeling like obviously we're sort of running out of time and like she could be here any day now. There's always 37 and a half weeks, so she could be here any day now, blah, 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 blah. And then he, in a vlog, was seeing his sister, her partner and his parents and they kept being like, oh, my God, this is going to be our last dinner with the six of us here. And I'm like, She's 37 and a half weeks. Yeah, this ages, a guys. A lot of people, particularly with their first, go to like 41 and still brewing. Like, yep. weird. So what's my your conspiracy? Cons- <laughs> my conspiracy is that they knew the due date, which is why they kept being like, this is the last time. Because, like, it's just weird to be that certain. And because she's such a small human, I wonder if she had a, a booked cesarean. Well, yeah, she may have because, yeah, like you said, small human and might have just been her preference but yeah that's interesting because also Alfie's like six foot four or something so if she had quite a big baby and she's really small yeah I I just wonder I just I just thought it was interesting that they really seemed quite confident that she was not like gonna go over it all you know I'm surprised she wouldn't have mentioned that she's quite open about these things I would have thought that she would say something she is super open but then perhaps she's also quite an anxious person People's mm. opinions on birth can be very, you know, whatever. And um, maybe she didn't want to jinx anything before it happened. Yeah. We shall see. I'm sure she'll do a birth story, which someone that doesn't like children that much. I love a birth story and I cry every time. Love a birth story. Can't wait. Uh, next up, you wanted to discuss the fact that Nick Chapman, uh, half of Pixie Woo, has shaved yes. her head. She did it, guys. We talked about her pixie cut when she did majority of the chop. She has shaved her head, which also means she's been a bit quiet on Instagram because she's actually in Mexico currently undergoing. I cannot remember the acronym, and she's actually back from Mexico. Oh, so she's had it done. Yeah, so she has started a new Instagram account, which is called. So the acronym is called HSCT, which is the treatment, and the new Instagram account is called Nick's New Beginning. So it's her journey of before, during, and after undergoing her HSCT treatment. And it is a stem cell replacement therapy or transplant. I'm actually not entirely sure of the intricacies of the the stem cells. All I Uh, know is that they entirely wipe out your entire immune system and chemo you to the point of nothingness and then basically plant a new immune system in you. Right? Yeah. So I we should re- rewind a couple of steps. Uh, she's got MS and yes. MS is – she's in a progressive form of MS. So it can be relapsing and remitting, I believe, or progressive. There's two different kinds. I think all – okay, never mind. No, you go. No, I don't want to – I'm pretty sure there's potentially four different kinds and I think that all forms of MS are eventually progressive but they progress in different ways. Yes. So some are like you get it and then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse forever some are you like relapsing and remitting obviously you have long time parts of remission and whatnot Mm. um Mm. anyway she's relapsing and remitting and the deal is basically every time she has a relapse she loses like one more function so she's lost like quite a lot of vision in one of her eyes and a feeling in or like she gets a funny sensation in a part of her body now and she basically doesn't want to keep losing function and also she wants to live a long life and 
you know, be there for her kids and whatnot. So yeah. And she it's said a that radical treatment. I, I'm is. really excited to hear more about it. Well, Adrian did his thesis on stem cell tra- treatment for MS, so he was really interested to hear about this because obviously it wasn't oh. um, popularized or being talked about when he did his thesis or whatever it was that he did his paper. Yeah, well, hence why it probably it was still very contentious at the time, which would have been, I assume, why it, like obviously he did the research on it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about science. But anyway, <laughs> he did that. And so he was excited about it. And, yeah, she's had to go to – where was it? Mexico. Another country, Mexico, that's right. And, yeah, her journey is from the fact that she's now back from Mexico. And so the first IGTV that she posted about it, she said that she made the decision because she had heard about the treatment. A couple of her friends have undergone it and have had really – phenomenal results whereby it's sort of reversed some of the um like outcomes of their progressive ms and she said that her doctor had warned her against it there's obviously some significant potential side effects of it they said it's usually an end stage treatment that they will allow you to undergo if you are looking like there's not a lot of of yeah obviously hope. the risks have to outweigh the cons and obviously if you're end of life and you're going to die anyway then it's worth a shot but that's a really scary thing to hear isn't it it's terrifying to hear and she said to her doctor look wouldn't it be better she's like i'm no specialist or i'm no you know doctor Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) but isn't there some merit in me doing this whilst i'm healthy and i still have the ability to fight this and and try and be as healthy as I can and the doctor kind of was like oh yeah maybe I guess so so she convinced him to let her take on the treatment so that's what she's doing and yeah the video started when she was talking about the fact that she had done all that and has now just returned from Mexico and apparently they got trapped in Mexico because of the UK becoming a red zone no the part of Mexico that they were in becoming a red zone to the UK so then they had to get an exemption to come back in but she said it was kind of fine because she was um, still undergoing the treatment and stuff whilst she was in Mexico for that time. So it wasn't okay. too bad in the end, but it took them a full month to apply for their exemption to get back. So, yeah, Ooh. that's the update on her. Wow, very interesting. The last piece of beauty news this week is that Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, who we all love, who calls everyone honey favourite, has announced that they are bringing out a unique blend of inclusivity self-care and positivity to the hair care industry so that everyone can be their most gorgeous self how lovely so it's a full hair care line with 10 products in four collections which are called nurture undamage embody and complete and they are color safe cruelty free and vegan and will be retailed in sephora sephora interesting i know right off the bat is like yeah big call that's what you can do when you're JVN, though. 100%. So, yes, the line is called JVN, and apparently all of the products are in aluminium or glass packaging, and they have recycled plastic caps and pumps, and they've said that they'll be 100% plastic-free by 2025. Nice. I love him so much. Same. And they've partnered with a company called Amorous, who apparently have done the synthetic biotechnology in the line I think it's actually made by Amorous and he's just the director and like therefore it's got his name yeah I think that's the vibe and the CEO of that company has said that hair care is the fastest growing category in beauty and Jonathan's beauty and hair care expertise combined with his passion for inclusivity and sustainability makes him an ideal partner so there you Mm. go cute I also thought I'm reading this uh, from an article that's online but I thought that Jonathan pronouns were they them not he him or maybe he's both they he she (laughs) completely happy with all for whatever you want at him (laughs) love that (laughs) thank goodness great well yeah that's it for beauty life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. 
They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. News. Let's give the people what they want. We've had a couple of requests from a couple of different people saying, Bitches, we know Charlotte Tilbury is coming shortly. Please tell us your favourites so that we know when it launches in Mecca. So, Alex, tell me your favourite Charlotte Tilbury products, please. To be quite honest with you, I don't own a lot of Charlotte Tilbury products, but I can say that my favourite would have to be the powder, the flawless filter powder or whatever it's called. That's all I have to say. It's called Airbrush Flawless Finish. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing such thorough research into your product. I'm no, no, no. <laughs> Don't start with me. This is about what our favorite products are, and I can't speak to anything else really because I haven't tried that much from the range. Dude, you have the contour wand. Oh, I have to say, I do love the contour wand. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> do you want me to just talk about what you like? <laughs> Anyway, yes, I really like the contour wand. <laughs> it's actually really great and very dark and very blendable, even though it's extraordinarily dark. And it's a good contour color because it's not too bronzy. So it's a nice contrast for the collection. When you say dark, though, you mean like pigmented because it's dark for your skin tone, but it's not dark for everyone. Sorry, yes, you are correct. But from it's their only shade in the contour wand. And it's, I mean... Considering when most brands come out with only one shade and it caters to a light medium, I would say that you could definitely get away with this product as a contour if you were like medium dark. It's quite grey, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing we can comment on from Charlotte Tilbury. They are not the most inclusive brand. I think even though they've, you know, their shade ranges are okay. In mm. terms of their foundations, like they're relatively okay, right? But it's like, what's the point of having a foundation that dark if you don't have anything else? Anything else? They have definitely bought out like the their famous bronze sculpt and glow, their sort of bronzer highlight. Yeah. They've bought that out in a darker tone, but again, like we want more of it. And we did actually mention recently that the one area that they are quite inclusive in is lips, in that they've started bringing out like their popular lip tones, but then making it an equivalent for a deeper skin tone, which yep. I do like to see. Yeah. Um, so I think they do have really lovely nudes for deeper skin tones in lipsticks, which I think can sometimes be hard to find. Mm. That's one thing. Speaking of lips, mm-hmm. um, Pillow Talk is probably by far their most famous product, I would say, because they've created, you know, a whole range in eyes, lips, cheeks, everything now. Mm-hmm. But the original product is the best. Pillow Talk lip pencil, fabulous. I do believe it now also comes in medium and deep. So how good everyone can get a taste of Pillow Talk. I use the original. Not only is the color fabulous, but if the color doesn't suit you, definitely check out just their lip pencil range in general. It is the perfect formula. It's waxy uh, without like, it's like not drying, Mm. but it's not so creamy that it comes off. Yep. It just goes on and forms like a seal and then wears off beautifully. Iconic Nude is also a really nice gray, grayish tone. So it's nice on a fair to medium-ish complexion for like adding definition around the lips as a bit of a contour or if you like a more brownie grayish lip. Mm. It's great. And obviously they've got lots of brights and deeps and whatever, but the lip pencil formula is genuinely second to none. Well, I mean, we've heard you say it. It's your favorite and you've got miniature versions of it all the time. So yeah, I've what would else have is- repurchased like six or seven times at the minimum. <laughs> my, I would have to uh, agree with you in terms of the powder. I don't use it on myself because I don't like powder, but that's my go-to powder in my kit. I have it in um, multiple shades now. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the Hollywood Flawless Filter. 
brackets mm. for you full Hollywood flawless glow. glow. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird product. It was the first of its kind, really. It's like a weird combination between it's got a little bit of coverage and it's kind of a primer, but it's kind of a highlighter. Mm. I like to use it underneath my foundation so that I get like a little bit of evenness and this beaming glow without any glitter or stickiness. Mm. And then I'll put my foundation over top. And then just to finish off, I bop a little bit over with a beauty blender on the high points and it's stunning. What shade do you wear in that one? I'm sure people will want to know. Ooh. Too hard basket? Yeah. Like seven or something. I don't know. Okay. And it's in my kit. Too hard basket. I think that is a tr- it's sort of a tricky product because it comes in so many shades. Yeah. Which makes it overwhelming. But also do keep in mind that it's so sheer that you don't you could you could go two up or two down with ease. Yeah. Nice. And then the last thing that I wanted to shout out was the uh, setting spray. It's a really long lasting really good setting spray. Death's worth a try. And also the eyes to mesmerize in Bet or Betty. Oh the pencil. No, it's a cream. Oh my god. No. (gasps) Pencil. Pencil. See you forget you own these things. Um the eyes to mesmerize is a cream eyeshadow pot. And the Betty shade is basically like the only bronze I put on like all of my clients because you can put like a slightly lighter champagne over the top. It's also a perfect pairing for NARS Isolde eyeshadow, which like, nice. so many people own and it's love. just like the most delightful bronzy shade. Yep. It's like the one shimmer cream eyeshadow I own and use and I love it and it doesn't dry out. And Alex just mentioned the the powder pencils that they do are incredible. They used to be called like I, no. Sophia and Audrey and then they've renamed it to like dark brown and like light shimmery brown instead which was a weird choice um but they are literally like a powder pencil so you can smudge it into your lash your bottom lash line and it just looks like you've put eyeshadow there but you can also build it up and do like a subtle smoky wing with it it's perfect the tones they have are perfect it's delightful there you go guys i'm going to do a stock up of some charlotte tilbury Mm. Now's a good time for me to mention that I'm on a no-buy for September, so I probably won't be buying any Charlotte Tilbury when that launches. Maybe you could wait till October and buy it, but I bet it'll all be sold out. It'll be sold out. I can't do that. Don't be crazy. I'm hoping that I get level three insider access to it, and if I do, then I'll buy it before. Then I'll buy it on my no-buy. That'll be the one thing I allow myself. Great. Great. Dang. These products are so good. What's the deal? What is your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is the Way Detox Shampoo. I'm shook to my core that you are talking about a shampoo as your favorite. Tell me why. Thank you. I hate all shampoo. I hate every shampoo. They're all I the hate worst. every shampoo t- shampoo <laughs> t- because <laughs> my hair is greasy all the time. No matter how many times I wash it, I feel like I need to change shampoos every week because otherwise my hair gets used to it and then it doesn't clean properly. What's wrong with me? Oh, I hate when you get in those ruts. It's just the worst, isn't it? Yep. Um, so do I need this is what I'm asking you. Well, maybe i can't remember the last time i washed my hair ew oh ever no that's standard for me but i just can't remember when i washed my hair it was like anyway i used the way detox shampoo and it's just been riding me out my hair is not greasy at all but it Mm -hmm. also doesn't feel overly stripped it smells delightful it lathered appropriately didn't give me itchy scalp if i use anything with Actually, I didn't check. I'm assuming it probably doesn't have sulfates. The smell was delightful. Really enjoyed it. And I just felt like it cleaned enough. I have very fine, virgin, silky hair. um, And I use a decent amount of dry shampoo at times because I don't wash my hair very often. Yeah. So I need something that's really cleansing and like borderline stripping. So the fact that this was called like a detox shampoo yeah. and that I'm well aware that for most people it's probably like an every second or third shampoo thing. I figure it's going to be my every time shampoo because I only wash my hair once a week and it's going to give me really clean, really nice smelling hair. And I've just genuinely had really good hair days since I've been using it. Right. Well, I need to buy some. I've just Googled it because I tried to find out whether it has sulfates in it and I haven't found the answer to that yet. But apparently it has an apple cider vinegar base to it because yes. it's Chelating, chelating. Yeah, chelating. Yes. yes. So the reason why I tried it is I actually had a sample. So I tried the sample and then an hour later I ordered it on Cold Beauty. Yeah. So I'm, that's pretty telling, right? Yeah, it is telling. And they've also, sorry to tell you, speaking of telling. Oh, uh, it's on sale, isn't it? They've got 20% off on their website at the moment. Of course they bloody do. I think I had a 15% off promo code anyway. So oh, okay. you did. That's so fine then. Yeah. 
I can't tell you whether it has sulfates in it. Sorry, it's too hard for me to Google whilst we're recording. Okay. My beauty fave this week. Look, I wasn't going to talk about it yet, but I will talk about it. And then it's a soft favorite. But while we're on the topic of hair, my Way and Byredo conditioner, uh, what's it called? Leaving conditioner arrived. Yes. And first of all, the smell is Mojave Ghost. It's stunning. It smells just like Mojave Ghost. I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that it feels like it's going to be really heavy on the hair. If you were to spray it on your hands, you would get a real – it gives a quite an almost oil-like texture, mm-hmm. but like it's leaving a film on the skin. I really don't know how to describe it. I can't I can't think of anything that it's like at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I was very worried spraying it on my hand. I thought, oh, I've got such light, fine hair. It's going to weigh it down. It's going to be awful. And the first time I used it, I definitely oversprayed it because I liked the scent and I wanted to smell like Mojave Ghost forever. And yeah. I did use too much and my hair did get greasy quite quickly, but I've used it since and you just have to go a little bit more light-handed with it. It hasn't changed my world, but it works perfectly in place of the other leave-in conditioner type hydrating product that I was using. Basically, I use it as a no, as a detangler because I don't like yeah. using conditioner in the shower. Interesting. So that's my review. And it does leave your hair smelling nice, but not nearly as strong as the hair perfumes that they have. Interesting. And my actual beauty fave this week is the Kosas Wet Lip Oil in oh. the shade Unhooked. Yes. Have you tried these yet? I only put it on literally the other day and it was before I went to my vaccination and then mm-hmm. obviously we know what happened instantly after my vaccination I became a walking zombie so yeah no I haven't worn like any makeup since but I have you like tried them previously mm. I would just say the best thing about them is that they're a gloss that doesn't give you the white gloop and doesn't wear off in a bad way yeah it is stunning in every single way I love it I love the smell. I love the texture. I love the mm-hmm. color. I'm very mm-hmm. difficult to please with lip products and color, and it's yeah. really nice. I have nothing else to say about it other than that I love it. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the unhooked shade, I'm not sure if it's not at Mecca yet or if it's sold out on Mecca, but you can buy it on Revolve and pretty much everywhere else you can get Kosas. Nice. Yeah. The best thing about it, I would say, is that you can smush your lips together and get no stringy bits. Yes. No stringy bits whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. It's all good. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What is your non-beauty fave, Alex? My non-beauty fave this week, because I wasn't allowed to talk about... Yeah. The show that shall not be named. (laughs) I have two. They're both podcasts. The first is the new series that Shameless is doing, which isn't so new, called Scandal. (laughs) Which you've also had as a previous non-beauty fave, but no big deal. Have I? Yeah, didn't you talk about the Scientology one? Oh, fuck me, Dad, I did. Great. Well, my other favourite then is called After Work Drinks. Yes. <laughs> what? No, nothing. I'm just laughing at the fact that you can't not repeat your favourites all the time. This has not been a favourite before. No, I know this one hasn't. After Work Drinks. I, I feel like everyone listens to this. and I, I think they do as well. I think they do as well. I started listening to this episode because Alison Willoughby said to listen to it and because Alison Willoughby said to do it, then I've done it. And it's an episode called episode called The Panic Years by the writer who wrote the book The Panic Years. Anyway, they go into a discussion about what it's like to be in your late 20s and early 30s as a woman and the fact that we spend our whole life around this time thinking about the fact that we have a body and we will one day die and that body is required if we so choose to bear children and so these are the panic years where we have to make decisions around those decisions in our life and they talk about how men seem to never have to make these kinds of decisions and how unfair it is Mm -hmm. none of this is new to most of us uh, but I just found the conversation to be very poignant and relevant to my life and as most of our listeners are around roughly our age I would say I would say that this episode and probably also the book are worth a listen slash read. Very interesting. I had a big patriarchy moment uh, earlier today. So Did perhaps you? I am not in the frame of mind to listen without <laughs> stabbing my loved one. 
Um, my non-beauty fave, I also have two. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, and I'm so sorry because you've told me to watch this a hundred times, but it's Euphoria. <laughs> That's why you mentioned Rue earlier. Yes, thank you. Tying right back. Yep. Um, because I was like, oh, I really like the name Rue. Um, I love I've it. Always, I've always liked the name Rufus for a boy and then you call them Rue. Mm. But Rue on its own, Rue Halaliku, it's a bit ooh-ooh. Oh, yeah, it's a bit ooh-ooh. I Go really on. like Rue as a human name and it was on the baby list until Eliza decided that that's what she's calling her dog. So either I get infested and have a baby or she's going to buy a dog and call it Rue. Not sure. <sighs> that's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, my God, I just everything about it. So I think the reason I didn't watch it, because everyone was just like, the makeup on Euphoria is so good. No one talked about the fact that Zendaya is, like, the hottest, coolest person in the entire world. And if my kid doesn't come out with Zendaya hair. Abby will I'm, probably tell you that that's not going to happen. Abby can't speak for my children's hair because she doesn't know my genetics. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We've, got, we've got, I think, guys, it could, it definitely could happen. It okay. could happen the fact that she's gonna have to grow her hair until the age of 25 to get that amount of length yeah is another story but I just am literally obsessed with her hair it's the most beautiful texture in the world and she's just the most beautiful person I can't handle I don't know why I wasn't obsessed earlier I'm literally obsessed so also the makeup is fucking awesome everyone was right but I wasn't gonna watch it just because I thought the makeup was cool no the The, whole show is phenomenal I know storyline the writing the characters, the cinematography, it's incredible. I'm so yep. sorry that I slept on it. The soundtrack, everything is great. Everything is so good and I yeah. really do apologise. The second thing is Dolly Alderton's book, Ghosts. I have not heard of it. Well, you would have heard about Dolly Alderton because she writes the book like everything I know about love or whatever and she's you would 100% know. Okay. Yeah, I know. I reckon. Anyway, okay. she's like. I feel like. I feel like she's a known author at the moment. Okay. Anyway, I think for some reason, from the title of that book, I thought that she was a non-fiction writer. Anyway, mm. false. This is a like very readable love story, the kind of shit that I like to read. And you'll notice, it was the first day of spring, and I have a mm. book favorite. Could I be more predictable? I only read when it's sunny. It's happened. <laughs> And I'm thrilled. I love it. It's What's great. What's the book about? Sorry, you haven't told us. I did. It's like a romantic. It's like well, I'm only like five chapters in, but it's oh, okay. It's I I imagine it to be like a rom com. Oh, okay. I don't read fiction books, and it's on it's my fiction. Sorry. What it's do you fiction. mean? I've always found that confusing. Oh, I was like, how is it a rom-com and it's non-fiction? I literally <laughs> how always. uncomfortable. I always have to say in my head, non-facts. Non-facts. <laughs> like, I've really always found that tricky. Um, so no, you only read. But non- non-fiction is facts. Fiction is non-facts. <laughs> so maybe that's why I have to tell myself. That non- must be why you're confused. No, I have to say non-fiction as in it's not lies as in it's truth (laughs) (laughs) right non-fiction is 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 biography because it's not fiction it's not lies it's truths that's what I don't like girl you're making this way harder for yourself than you need to (laughs) there's something about the nons that throws me right off we have double negatived them that's why no, they did that. <laughs> um, yes, no, so you're so right. I Wait, hang on. Let's go back to this. <laughs> no, they did not double negative because fiction is a negative word and they put a Literal non in front of it. Fiction is the opposite of fact and fiction is literally saying it's a made-up story. So why do you get confused and have to double negative the non? <laughs> because why don't they just call it fiction and fact rather than also fiction and fact, they're very similar words. So I have to firstly remind myself that fiction is a lie and not the truth and then I have to do the non thing. I don't know, okay? I'm embarrassed for you. Anyway, <laughs> I don't read fiction books but it's on my to-do list as something that I would like to get into. I think it would be nice to pretend that something else is real other than reality for a little bit. <laughs> I won't lie, it's me watching TV while trying to get my screen time down. Mm, oh, my screen time is, oh, 
surpassing 11 hours a day at this point. Oh, same. I was going to say, it can't beat mine. I'm like 12 hours a day, literally from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Bad. Horrendous. Horrendous. Bad, bad, bad. Just took it to my veins. What's your snack? I don't fucking know because you didn't let me think of it. <laughs> Um, I'm stressed about it. It could be the, the dinner that I made on on the live, which is like a delightful chickeny broth with no, sausage and No, that can't be your favourite. That was your favourite two weeks ago, Miss. Oh, uh, you can't bring in on beauty fave that you haven't Did spoken I? about before. Yes. I talked about the broth. Yep. You made it and you said it was delicious and we've already talked about it. Sorry, never mind. Fine. Then maybe I should just make it the cookies that I made. Yeah, they were good. Um, I made caramel cookies, which was basically using the recipe that I shared on our stories that one time, which was caramel and caramel. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of the caramel, I just added a little bit of miso to the butter. And so I made miso, caramel and white chocolate cookies. And they're really good. Delish. What's your snack of the week? My snack is a bit random. Okay. It's fruit straps, like fruit leather, like the quote unquote healthy version of a roll up. Yes. <laughs> Natural version of a roll up. Yes. I bought them because I saw them at the supermarket. They were in the like fancy grocery store and they were like one of the checkout items. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't had a fruit strap in forever. And Adrian was like, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Who would eat a fruit strap by choice? They're not nice, but they are so nice. And it's an apple and strawberry flavored fruit strap. It's just a good, I need a quick sugar rush kind of food. Mm. Yeah, really yum. Totally palatable. Very happy with it. Sounds like gas in a packet to me. It might be for you, but I find it to be completely fine. Something about it being already digested and smushed into a leather strap makes it easier for me to consume. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, that's my snack. Something about it being rolled flat totally confuses my body. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's pre-digested and then flattened. No, but it's not like a little birdie chewed it up and spat it back out. (laughs) Maybe they did. Gross. Maybe they did. Let's uh, end on that note and we will see you on Wednesday with a product trial. I can't wait to call this episode non-nonfiction. <laughs> no, I'm going to edit all of that out and no one will know that I have to repeat a little mantra in my head to know what's what. <laughs> what's our product trial that we're talking about on Wednesday, sorry? I believe it's going to be the Liberty Bell bromance, yeah? Awesome. Can't wait. Okay, see you then. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.